I don't want to bury you, Batman. I will not put you in the ground in a little box. I will not do it, Master Bruce. I will not do it. I'm not going to bury another Batman. Another Batman? How, how many Batmans has he been burying? How many are there? I've buried 14 Batmans I've buried so far. 14 Batmans. And a little pointy ears I'm in a box. I'm not going to bury another nylon cloak with pointy ears that people wear at birthday parties. And welcome back to Behind the Panels, issue 145, the comic book show where crime never rests, but we just took two weeks off anyway. <laughs> I'm Richard Gray. I'm David McVeigh. I'm David Longo. In this issue, DC Comics doesn't have a major event planned for <laughs> September. The lenticular cover industry stock plummets in reaction. Also, Mark Ruffalo's not sure whether he's in Captain America's Civil War or not. Meanwhile, Jeremy Renner's still not sure whether he was in the first Avengers or not. <laughs> then it's new issues of Black Canary, Doctor Fate, Prez, Thor's Southern bastards and more in what we've been reading plus our kick-ass pick of the week batman earth one volume two by jeff johns and gary frank this is behind the panels i got your mind twisted Unrealistic wavelength draining all your brain strength Inflicted crosswords puzzling your doubt Questioning your own mental health, yeah It's like a maze within itself, yeah Check the grimy, slimy, slimy Criminal menial individual be Searching for the dark night Lurking in the shadows of the city Hero with Jiggy, my crime committee Robbing every golf and piggy bang blind Take a journey through the mind of a riddler Recognize that, boys? Yeah. You know that one? Yeah. Yeah, that was, of course, from the Batman Forever soundtrack. <laughs> it was Method Man with the song The Riddler. Batman Forever turned 20 this week. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, Forever, and, and uh, they've not made any Batman films since. No. So just, no. Yeah, single-handedly. That, you know, so we know Joel Schumacher killed Batman forever. Yeah. You know. Ah, 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 I see what ah. you did there. Oh, welcome back, guys. Hello. Hey. Hey. We're back together. Together and we're again. Back. Gee, it's great to be together again. Uh, Two weeks went by very quickly. It did go by very quickly. Very quickly. I mean, the network hasn't been completely dark, but there's a couple of pillow forts that went out. But yeah, we just take two, we took two weeks off because we went to the film festival. Mm-hmm. So yep. listen to Geek actually this week because we'll we talk. Record. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we get there, it is already nine o'clock uh, here. We'll um, see how we go. None of us have no, to work no, tomorrow it's, morning, so it's, it's fine. two minutes away from nine. That's. That's to true. It's we don't want to lie. We're not a show that lies. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you're sitting outside the window right now, it's 8.59 p.m. Synchronize your watches. Yeah, right. Hi, everyone. Or if you <laughs> want to listen to this at the, in, in the exact real time yeah. that we actually recorded it, you would be starting your recording at about 8.57 p.m. Mm. So just, just, you know, something to consider when you're at home in your, you know, little- That's kind of creepy, actually. <laughs> in your Snuggie. <laughs> on the couch, or if you're, you know, jogging through some park, at or the you moment, could, or, or you could do it at eight fifty nine in the morning, and then you could you pretend could. that that you're like twelve hours away. Oh, or you could just sync up in your your, <laughs> your international times. I know. I think there's a way to bring us all together on this somehow. I think mm. behind the panels, a solution to world peace. <laughs> through, through the synchronization yeah. of clocks, somehow, <laughs> somehow that's going to work. Because if Batman can't save us, we will. Well, well, guys, all I can say is that I'm on holidays for two weeks. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yay! Well, 
You know, because uh, we're doing not. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing uh, Batman Earth One Volume Two this week. We did the first one quite some time ago, Ooh. but um, uh, way back then we we started using uh, vintage clips. Mm. And yet somehow I'm still able to scrape the bottom of the barrel <laughs> to bring you gems like this. Uh-oh, it's the Penguin and the Joker. What can they be up to? Oh, no. Are they going to steal a Batmobile? Can it be? Can they get away with it? Flash the bat signal. The dynamic duo will be needed here for this. I hope they see it. Success! Into action, Robin. The Batcane's computer plots the strategy. They'll need Batcycle and Batcopter for this one. Let's split it up and hit them high and low, Boy Wonder. <laughs> Holy Leap and Batcycle! We've got to capture those dastardly villains. Trapped at the pass! What are you doing? <laughs> hey, Robin, what are you doing? <laughs> Davey. Oh, three or four. <laughs> oh, the ghost of, I don't know if you remember that time there was like Bat uh, Superman recruiting for the army or something, mm. and it was kind of the same lug. Like, Tree, I'm Superman. Uh-huh. And you should join the Air Force now. <laughs> well, I reckon it's you should like, too. It sounded like Batman was voiced by Patrick Starr from <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, no, Batman. <laughs> Touch. <laughs> Can I be Robin? We we haven't heard what Affleck sounds like yet. No. <laughs> so, oh you, no, we did hear a little bit of his computerized. Oh, voice that's true. At the end of the trailer, that's true. Because that's why it's computerized. Yeah, because it's like you know, do you bleed? Is what, it's, <laughs> <laughs> is what it sounds like in the film, but without the electronic, it's like. Do you bleed, <laughs> Superman? He sounds like that Jewish dad from Independence Day. Like, My son, he's Batman. <laughs> Do you need to spend $20,000 on a hammer? What's, no, the, it's, what's, it's, what's the point of having a cave if you can't even be in there all the time? It's, like, it's Connor and Pamiati, cyborg. <laughs> cyborg. <laughs> That's I've got all this money, i got to spend it somehow. Because uh-huh. we've assumed cyborg is like robotic cyborg. What if the cyborg they've cast in the Justice League is, is cyborg from, <laughs> from Harley Quinn? Daddy. Daddy, I need twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. What do you need ten dollars for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, before uh, we before we descend into race related jokes. To yeah, to to really to really off color race related. Speaking jokes. of off color race related jokes, we actually watched Team America this <laughs> week. <laughs> F yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about more of that in uh, in, uh, Geek, in actually. Geek Actually, the one where we can swear yeah. and no one seems to care. Well, nobody listens to it, so it's all right. Do you know, uh, we've had a little bit of success starting off our show with our feedback first, David, so I think it's time that I'm going to summon for the first time in three weeks the girl from wherever she is. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. It's been a while. We've let you out of the cage now, girl. It's time to, <laughs> to let your freak fag. Freak, freak. <laughs> <laughs> freak flag fly is what I was trying to say there, people, before you start writing into it. <laughs> They've been racist, homophobic. Oh, sh- yeah. <laughs> We've come back strong. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was going to start reading things out before I get into trouble. Um, <clears throat> so we've had a couple of uh, bits of feedback. I put a call out. So Troy Mortelman said, uh, would love to hear your thoughts on the news that is broken today about Southern Bastards being picked up for TV by FX, which we're going to mention in our news headlines. Um, 
I'm stoked. Dying to see how they adapt this great book. Uh, could see Clint Eastwood as a grizzled old cult Julie's boss for sure. Hmm. Mm. I could potentially see that. Yeah. I could see that too if they could ever talk him into doing a television show. <laughs> but, you know. I hope they could talk uh, Clint Eastwood into beating someone's uh, brains out on a, in a street. Well, I'm sure know. he wouldn't have any problems so. with that. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I like you coming in here and... Changing the way Did we play football. Did I punch fo- you four times or five? <laughs> we play football in this town. Uh, and John Friswell just says, kick ass as usual. Hey. Uh, Matthew Katiziak finally says he's, he's just finally just finished watching Kingsman, The Secret Service. You'll be pleased to know that there's a sequel being greenlit. Uh, oh, I fantastic. Think. And then apparently uh, the Blu-ray is out 1st of July. Nice. So. Nice. Looking forward to that. Um, just finished watching, <laughs> literally mind-blowing conclusion. I uh, just finished watching Kingsman, The Secret Service, and it was bloody awesome. The gadgets were cool. The soundtrack was brilliant. It had a wonderful cast. Um, running out of adjectives, just describing how cool this movie is. Definitely one of the best films this year. Couldn't agree more. It was fantastic. I think it'll 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 have pride of place uh, in our in our awards if we get around to those at the end of this year. <laughs> uh, Joel Barker says, "I've fallen behind, so to me, it doesn't even seem like you'd taken the time off." Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jamie Lawrence, who's that? Um, um, I think he runs a, a little store. Yeah, little 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 store somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> Jamie Lawrence is our sponsor, of course. Well, at this, this is, uh, of course, and we're going to talk about this just in a moment. Um, but he says more Star Trek. Wrong show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there can never yeah. be enough. There'll Star be plenty Trek, of Star Trek in the other one. We might do some Star Trek. X-Men crossovers or something in the coming weeks. Uh, the other thing I'll mention while we're mentioning Jamie is, of course... You mean this? La, 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 la. <laughs> Definitely the wrong show. <laughs> la, 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 la. Um, on, if you go to behindthepanels.net at the moment, because it's the easiest way to get there for all you listeners, if you look at the uh, the column on the right-hand side, you'll see not only is there a little button of sponsorship um, from Good Games Hurst mm. but you'll also see just below that there is a link to the Kickstarter that Good Games Publishing is putting out at the moment of a game called monstrous now we could talk about this more geek action but we may as well mention it but here we did have a chance to play test this yeah as well. so like during our break yes. uh, we did get together and play games so they were locked in a room together <laughs> yeah. for, for the whole two weeks it was, it was a sweat they were box. fed with slop buckets and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys had to fight over a goat at one stage right? puts the lotion on the skin or why, it gets um, the hose again <laughs> why is the goat in there why is the goat in there <laughs> it puts the lotion on the skin I had to tuck back and do a Can little dance. Can we play another game? God damn it! Let us out of here. <laughs> so we played Monstrous, which is, uh, which is which is a great new game. They're kickstarting at the moment, as of this recording. And I'm going to bring it up here just so I know how much it is. They were asking for sixteen thousand five hundred, mostly to pay the artist because the art is off the hook. Yeah, it's fantastic. For this game, it's very simple mechanics. Really love this game. They were asking for sixteen thousand five hundred. As of today, where there are eighteen days left to go, they've already made twenty thousand dollars on this. And they seem to have made staff pick. And the Kickstarter staff pick, which is yeah, we only went up this morning, I think. Um, this is a great game. No matter where you're in, where you are in the world, they'll ship it out to you. I look, I I, I don't often do the whole Kickstarter and Dorsey this go buy this product thing and we're being in, in no way encouraged to endorse this this game but we've played it really mm. fun so if it's something that you're interested in and you like games we know a lot of you do um, go check out the Kickstarter the link's oh, look, on, our, on our page you've already donated to it I'm donating to it to this it. weekend yeah. it's, it's well worth it yeah, I, w- there will be a copy in the family David yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not so, always in the same house exactly <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah but we'll all play at different places that's true 
It's, it's a fun game because basically you put like cities down and you play a god and you're throwing monsters. You quite literally, literally just throw throwing the monsters at the city. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Um, so that's really good. Uh, I think we should also now move on a little bit to uh, what we've been reading. Well, looks like we got ourselves a reader. Read between the lines, bitch. I read a lot in the last couple of weeks, so I caught up on a bunch of stuff. Uh, can I quickly mention some of the new DC titles that have come out in the next last couple of no. weeks? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving <laughs> on. Because, no. uh, like, uh, basically, Convergence ended in our last episode. And so since then, DC have been releasing a whole lot of- They one- finished moving. They finished moving, yeah. and all their number ones are coming out now. So uh, some of the big ones that have come out, they've had things like Batman Beyond, Batmite, Bizarro, uh, a new le- uh, arc of Justice League, uh, as well as a new JLA book, Midnight or Amiga Men uh, has come out, All-Star Section 8, a new direction for Batman, uh, Constantine the Hellblazer, Earth 2 Society number one, Red Hood Arsenal, Starfire, um, and this week we'll talk about is uh, we'll talk about these in a moment. Uh, but we had a whole bunch of number ones this week, but we'll, we'll save those for this week's picks. Um, we won't go into full reviews for all of those. We also got a new costume for Wonder Woman. Too. We also got a new costume for Wonder Woman this this week, yeah. wasn't? Yeah, issue forty one. Um, yes, right. It's that that's in the the the, the Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman forty one. The, the new Wonder Woman. So I saw it in the the Superman Wonder Woman. Correct. She team gets, up she book. gets it in forty one. She goes down to the armorers and she's basically decided that it is now time for her to become the next stage, the next the yeah. woman that she has to be rather than the girl she was. And so she dons this new costume. It's and pretty it's, cool. It's an amazing costume. Yeah. Uh, look, just the ones that I thought were a highlight the last couple of weeks. Look, obviously the Justice League 41 onwards is fantastic because the Dark Seed War is going on at the moment. Sorry, Dark Side War. I've still got Dark Seed in my head. I've always had Dark Seed yeah. too. So. Dark Side War is <clears throat> like, you know, if you're going to follow up an event the size of Convergence, follow it up with the Dark, si- dark Side War because it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Like it's seriously and it's bringing in multiversity type stuff as well. Which is really, really good. Um, I'm going to highly recommend. Now, I know you have a different opinion to me on this one, but I really enjoyed Bizarro. Yeah, I just, I, I think it was, it was, uh, I was taken aback a little bit by the all ages nature of it and so forth. Yeah. It's just, it wasn't for me. It's just, it wasn't my sense of humor. It really. Just yeah, I guess it was me. kind of coming out of the whole Sam and Max road trip sort of thing for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Because it's basically Jimmy Olsen and Bizarro on a road trip. And Bizarro is more <laughs> like a, a, a dog hanging it's his really head good. out the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> no, I really love that. Um, come the other, some of the other ones I want to mention quickly um, All Star Section 8. Is off its rocker. I'm dying it's to read this one. Brilliant! It's nuts. Brilliant, I've never Jerry. read. I've never read Section Eight before, or you know, the concept of it's Section in, Eight. It's in Hitman, is what you read. You ever right. read Hitman? And yeah. it is just out of its mind. And and thank and, yeah. and bless and, its cotton socks. And bless it. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a character in there called Dog Welder who literally welds dogs <laughs> to people uh, as he takes them over. You have, uh, and it opens with kind of like you know everyone's moved on. And this character who, the lead character, was like drunk and like snot pouring out of his nose and constantly well, drinking. Well, he's, he's sober. And he's sober he for get, the first page and a half. he gets a drink and it's like that he just goes on just, his rocker. Just, and it decides something's coming and he needs to get the group back <laughs> together and like auditions all these people and tries to get Batman to join Section 8. It's, it's, it's really, awesome. It, it is awesome. Um, but probably the, the bigger one from that week that came out was Constantine the Hellblazer. I didn't get a chance to read this. Oh, my yet. God, this is good. This is really good. This is Riley Rosmo does the art, and you probably know him from things like Debris and uh, Cowboy Ninja Viking and Green Wake and um, got some of the more recent ones like uh, Bedlam. He was doing the first couple of issues of that. 
Um, he was on there's a more recent series. I've gone out of my mind. But he works with Curtis J. Weeb a lot, so um, who does uh, Rat Queens at the moment. Um, and so the art is bang on, and and I'll, I'll show you guys. I'm using a frame from it from oh, my yeah. uh, uh, from my wallpaper there on my my phone on uh, my iPad. And uh, so it, it look, it's an amazing book. It's like it, it just gets Constantine. It's that gritty. It's not quite old school, old school Constantine gritty, but it's way more gritty than um, the, the New Fifty Two yeah. one uh, ever was. <clears throat> so I really, really enjoyed that. Batman is a robot. Jim Gordon uh, <laughs> as Commissioner Gordon. I don't actually. I actually really. God help me, but I loved it. I actually. I'm not fond of it, but it's. It's it was a good read. It's still well written. It's still well drawn. I. I, I expected to go in and hate this book, yeah. and it's just like, oh. It's you, kind, you know what it is? You, it's kind of. I feel the same way about it as I felt about the Azrael years of Batman. You kind of go. It's just not my Batman. Yeah, but I mean, I they're giving want- themselves an escape hatch. But like, you know what? Mm. They're doing something different for a while, and after the last three arcs of. Snyder's Batman, which like you know, two thirds of that is amazing. Mm. Um, you know. I'm in a weird place because I haven't really read any DC since Convergence finished. Huh. So to me, it feels like DC's gone. Like they just <laughs> they, they, they just finished. You, you but I've read like two hundred. Like you never read DC, yeah, never read DC again. again. Yeah. You had your out. <laughs> no, well, I'm reading like twenty Secret Wars titles. Bloody hell. Yeah, we'll talk to you about that in a minute because I've not been catching up with those. Well, but, um, but I want to read more DC, but. Just. Yeah, I'll, I'll quickly mention Earth Two Society came out, and that's the most direct sequel. If you liked um, Future's End stuff, yes, I'm dying to read and, what happens and in Earth Two World's End. When is Future's End going to end? <laughs> this <laughs> Future's End doesn't end. Future's End kind of continues in Batman Beyond, yeah, the new series, and uh, Earth Two World's End continues in Earth Two Society. Yeah, Earth Two Society is pretty good. Yeah, I sense, like it. Yeah. It's, it's not Earth Two, you know, Earth Two at its at its height. Tom Taylor and Nicholas Scott. Yeah. We're never going to capture that bubble again, but this is pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. You know? It's like it's a it's a world rebuilding and it's interesting. Or I should say, and James Robinson and Nicholas Scott. Let's not forget James Robinson yes. built that world. Mm-hmm. Um so uh but uh, let's let's move on to actually there's are any highlights from um Secret Wars over the last couple of weeks, not this week stuff. Um, just uh, Yeah, I don't know. Just I only really think the third issue of Secret Wars is like the massive yeah. highlight. And then I guess the Jason Aaron, can you pronounce it for me? Cause I can't do TH. Uh, what Thor's? <laughs> Thor's. Thank you. Yeah, this week. We'll talk about that in a moment. I should say. On Jason that, Aaron's Hammer Guy story. Hammer guy, so. <laughs> I, should, I should say though, it, with the um, um, Secret Wars number three, Mm. I actually spent this time catching up and, and reading all of Hickman's Avengers yes. and New Avengers and then went straight back in and reread Secret Wars 1 and 2 and then straight into 3. And it, it is a beautiful, like, dovetail. It, it actually does. It makes it's so much amazing, sense. Yeah. I'm not, so. I'm like, the way I'm looking at Secret Wars now is they've done such an effective job with everything that it feels almost as if every issue is just blending into each other. Like, it really feels unified in such, like, an awesome way. Like, it, it does. Yeah. It's the first event I've read in a long time where I feel like the more I read, the better I'll I'll enjoy it. I, I, I agree with you, and, and that certainly has been the case, but a lot of like these- I read secret- a story, where like, I think it was in um, Battleworld, the second issue, where yeah. it was Howard the Duck teaming up with Blade. Yeah. And it, I was it, like, this <laughs> is awesome. Like, And I agree with you. There are moments like that that are awesome, but the flip side of that coin is that a lot of it does blend into each other and a lot of it, for mm. me, has been completely forgettable. Yeah, which is why I guess I was stumped when you're like, what's well, the pick? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. also you forget what happened in what book. Yeah. 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 Go, so when I pick up wait, issue wait, 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 two, I'm not, am I? what's yeah. going on here? Yeah, I'm in a vortex of Secret Wars. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ooh, the thing is, Mrs. Deadpool. Which, <laughs> 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 well, so for you, DC's dead and Marvel's kind of limping along for me at the moment. So I'm like, yeah. no, but actually, I'm I'm really enjoying the Secret Wars. I'm actually now considering to yeah. not read DC. Now, now that you've said that, yeah, like I'm in an opportunity. I'm at a I'm at a crossroads. That's going to make could... this show really hard if we, <laughs> if we do a, a DC book as a pick. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I'll, I won't read any ongoing. I'm 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 totally joking here. I'm definitely. Gonna, I'm a comic book reader. Are you kidding? <laughs> we all speak yeah, deadly like, silence. We're all we're all in stunned silence. We're all just looking at it. Just going, is he for real? Uh, you know what, guys? I'm done with DC. <laughs> <laughs> They're toilet paper to me now. I'm going to spend ninety five dollars a week. Well, that that's kind just of just to not read them. <laughs> we actually we actually didn't, we did miss one DC title that came out last week as well, which yes. is, we, which we wanted to talk about was oh, Starfire. Starfire, which is the other Palmiotti and Connor yeah. book. Uh, now, I have opinions about this, and I know they did 50 years. And I, and I should defer to you because you love this whole world. That uh, I do. and uh, but I, I do agree with you, too. And, and it's interesting because when we get to this week's picks, I'm probably going to dif- differ from you again. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind Starfire. I thought it was okay. The problem I have with it is that Starfire is such a well-established character at this yeah. point. And she's such a ditz in this book. That I don't like the direction no. they've taken her in. Yeah. I like the writing. I think it's still quite funny, and it's still, you know, it's an interesting little... It's, basically, it's my It's, it's kind of like... Like Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti have gone and go, we've got this big book of blonde jokes on the shelf here. <laughs> what can we do with that? Yeah, how can we convert those to to a script? Jokes? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I can see that, and I can see that this is this may not have legs. And um, well, she's think, got legs. Whereas I think Harley Quinn has got legs because there's a, there's a whole rich yeah, minefield does. to play with there. Yeah. Um, but but I thing, didn't like. It. I didn't hate it. It's just. I, I no, I, did, I certainly didn't hate it, yeah. but but I just felt as though. This storyline, which is fish out of water, doesn't really understand human stuff, has a loyal female friend who's kind of coaching her through this, and she's making lots of faux pas in a semi-nude in you know just a shameless changing sequence, and is making lots of social yeah, it's faux pas. It's we've done it in Power Girl, we've done it in Harley Quinn, yeah. we've done it in Terror. I kind of feel as though there's a formula going for them here, yeah. which is funny because skip. Oh, actually, before we skip ahead to this week's one, there's one book we haven't mentioned. Which came out last week? Oh yeah, with Saga number twenty nine. This is the end of the arc. It's yeah? the, no, the, the second last penultimate issue. Penultimate the issue to the end of the arc. Yeah. We've got one more saga to go before we go into Saga Exile Ooh. for a few months. <laughs> and but we've, we've got heaps of like we've got a new Brian K. Vaughan series coming out mm-hmm. soon, and Fiona Staples which is, is doing which Archie. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is previewed at the end of this saga. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. But look, Saga. I mean, I know it's just easier for us to go. It's amazing. Oh, look, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. barrel. Come on, it's it's but saga. It's, but it's this, this particular issue is bloody. <laughs> it's violent, and he makes this whole point at the end of it where he talks about how it was like one of the most requested banned books from yes. um, yeah. libraries and li- the library associations have just kind of gone. No, we're not getting rid of that. No. Like it's the most popular book. So, well, but I think I can't remember the the, fra- the exact phrase. He said something like, "You know, my kid." He just really paraphrased Neil Gaiman when he said. <clears throat> you know, if you want to go into a, in, in somewhere and go, I choose for my child not to read this book, that you mm-hmm. have absolutely every right to do that. Too, yeah. But if you say, I choose for my child not to read this book and no other child should read it everywhere, mm-hmm. I completely disagree with that. Yeah. Yes. So I agree too. Um, so, yeah, that's I where we're at with that. Too, yes. Well, but, I mean, if you want to see a baby dragon suck its own dick, then, yeah. then, um, <laughs> then show it? your kids. You know? I know what I'm more impressed with, the volume or the quantity, you know, the, the ferocity or the quantity. We've got to go and collect it before it dries. Uh, yeah. And the little girl's just wandering down with a satchel. <laughs> that was a moment where, like, I I almost, if I was reading it in paper, I would have put it down, took a photo of it with my phone, I know. and then just... 
<laughs> applauded for about 30 seconds. There, there are so many times in this arc where I've just had to put the iPad down because I was laughing too hard. Yeah. There was that. There was the when they met the female dragon, like the the full, you know, yes. giant yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. giant vag, basically. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> and they had um you know, and in previous acts, like you know, the, the revelation of, of uh King Robot. King Robot was all gross. those things. What's just so been funny amazing. about the dragon sucking its own dick is that it's just it's not really sexual at all. No, it's just it's it's just casual. like nuzzling at, at, at a mother. Teeth, like you know, it's sleeping while it does this. <laughs> so you, you always imagine if it was like a dude on a couch, he'd look up and go, "Stop!" Yeah, yeah. It's like a baby. Su- it's a baby sucking its own thumb, is what it is. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it, and it, that's what I love about this. You have all this violence and sexual references in it. But it's so and man, casual. it was violent to that issue, actually. This, oh, this issue was oh, violent. The massacre. But there's that one moment, too, which is beautiful. This, this is Vaughn's writing in a nutshell, where there's all this violence going on and Hazel's just like, no more bang, bang. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like she speaks for that kind of voice as well. It's kind of like all, all, all the opposing voices are represented in there. Mm. And that's what I love about Vaughn's writing. I love the fact that the the, the black and white robot, was it Jenga? Jenga yeah, yeah. Uh, is finally realising that it's not quite as clear cut as he thought it was. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because he, he's, he's attached <clears throat> himself to this group of rebels who are like, oh, they're more extreme than I am. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't really want to chuck with them anymore. <laughs> and he has a great moment too when like he's shooting the other people. He says, Hazel, honey, just look at the screen. Yeah. And he puts a really nice image on the screen for her while... I Think, well, he does something violent. I think if you're not reading Saga at this point, you should have to strip naked, get shaved, and you should have to walk down a city um, <laughs> while, people while we all get to throw crap at you. And, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the and yell, shame, shame, <laughs> shame. I've, I've got a, 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 when we talk about Game of Thrones, and we will on Geek actually this week, I've got a friend of mine wrote this beautiful quote uh, about it on on. Uh, Facebook and I have to share it with you. So I, uh, there's a reason. There's a teaser there, guys. Teaser. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff on here. Actually, Uh, can I just drop in before next week? I I I got to read um Scott McCloud's The Sculptor, which is a new graphic novel, and it's like seriously one of the best things ever in comics in a long time. I've heard this. And this is coming from the guy who like literally wrote the book on comic books, um, understanding comics and making comics, and like so. There's a pretty high level that he has to match, Mm. and he obliterates that level. I've heard this. This is going to win the Eisner for graphic novel. It's the seconds of this year. Yeah, no, I've heard this very much so and I keep yeah. going to pick it up. I saw it like it was everywhere in Portland when yeah. I was over there. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, a yeah. stunning, stunning thing. Like, Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, it's on the list, but uh, it's a long list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I just thought I should mention it just to say I read that in, over two weeks to explain why I didn't read Because I think DC <laughs> comics. I've been yeah. reading a lot of Mike Grell books for a reason mm. that I will explain in, com- in the coming weeks. <laughs> This week's stuff, though, now that we've caught up, DC had eight new number one books this week. Whoa. Um, out of their 24 that they're putting out. And uh, so... I read a bunch of them. I, I read I read and reviewed all of them on BehindThePanels.net. So we won't talk about all of them because you can go and look at the Dave, website. Dave, I put them all on my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, let's quickly mention ones that we know we're going to have some discussion around. Black Canary. Now, same creators, well, not the same artist, but the same writer as Batgirl. I almost didn't pick it up because of that. And Gotham Academy, I really enjoyed it. I actually think this book is so punk. Yeah, see, and that, that, that's actually kind of my problem with it was I quite I, I didn't mind it. It was mm. okay. I read it, and, and it's definitely not 
the back girling of Black, Cana- of no. Black Canary because it's actually a little bit more serious. And though. she's kick ass. And she's kick ass, and yeah. there's not it's there's no you know Sol's babes and stuff like that in it. But that being said, <laughs> it's a little bit too punk for me because I'm not really into the whole yeah, punk yeah. movement. So I kind of watch it going, just could be a superhero again. You know? yeah. No, <laughs> but like, I think you're going to get a lot of that. It's just because like now that that first issue's done, I think it's basically going to be. Well, she's going to train them and stuff now. It's so. going to be a road story with her and Ditto kind of like having to protect Ditto on the road the same yeah. way she had to protect Sin back in her last that's true yeah you know so things you could get that kind of thing there and there's a bit of continuity going there as well I actually caught up and reread all of Batgirl like the new run why would you do that to yourself because I just after yeah. reading Black Canary I kind Sol's of thought babe. I'll give it a <laughs> you know what that really is the first two issues and then after that there's this beautiful arc um, pulls out wow, after so I actually skipped ahead a few issues and read one because it was a, on the cover they fooled me because it was a cover it looked like the original Batgirl yeah. that we all loved and she's not in it at all no. you know and I read that and I went, oh, yeah, it hasn't gotten any better. <laughs> I, I, I disagree. I actually like, really enjoy it now. But there's some of this other stuff that came out. Uh, Doomed is surprisingly good. Um, I didn't mind Doomed. I thought yeah. that was really Doomed intriguing. The Doomsday one? No, no. Well, no. he's infected by the Doomsday virus. Well, yeah, but, but he's not Doomsday. It's, no. Uh, it's actually, it's a really, it's, it's an it's interesting It's basically story. Spider-Man in a lot of ways. A Spider-Man crossed with like Phantom of the Opera yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's hiding yeah. out in the, in the sewers. Because he know? gets a job. He's like this whiz kid science guy. He gets an internship at like Star Labs. Yeah. And, but instead of getting one of the good projects, he has to scrub the lab. <laughs> and he accidentally inhales. He takes off his mask because he's hot and he accidentally inhales all these spores. That's cool. And yeah. then, and then he like basically becomes it. a fire monster. And yeah. but when he's the monster, he can't talk normally, so everyone thinks he's a villain. So he's he's actually got his normal <laughs> his normal that. thought bubbles, but yeah. out of his mouth is like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's actually really really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like um, that. Uh, Doctor Fate. Fate is off the chain, man. I love this. It's like a whole new Doctor Fate. But well, it's very much the Earth 2 Dr. Fate, though. It's the same kind of idea yeah, that's but that, going on Yeah, but that Dr. Fate was, like, crazy yeah, yeah. for the most part. This is, like, a, your regular Dr. Fate, a guy that's just inherited the helmet of fate. Mm. And he starts off with, like, you know, objects are talking to him and cats are talking to him. And he's like, am I going crazy? And then he gets the helmet. Yeah. And we sort of barrel and on. It's, it's oh, and the Earth's being this, flooded. It's set amongst this enormous storm that's about yeah, to happen. Yeah, because... Um, mm. And uh, um, Anubis is trying to flood the earth. Yeah. And Amun Ra um, wants to save it. Is it Amun Ra? Whatever. Um, and that's where Dr. Fate has to come into it. Um, really good book. Uh, I'll quickly mention, because I, I, I know you want to talk about Harley Quinn and Power Girl, uh, JLA number one. Uh, I didn't think the world needed another Justice League book, <laughs> but Brian Hitch. Just that's probably all I need to say. He writes a blockbuster book, writes and draws a blockbuster book like no other. This is how you do Justice League. This is like pure balls to the walls Justice League. Martian Manhunter disappointed me because it was a little all over the place, and I'm just waiting, just waiting for it to but find that's, its that's feet. New Fifty Two Martian Manhunter. Yeah, stuff. That's, he's been a mess since the since it. Rebooted. And they're still struggling to get him <coughs> back. Yeah. Prez, I surprised. I thought was surprisingly good. I actually want to read Prez. I haven't read it. Prez yet, is so. fun. The world it sets up is like Transmetropolitan. Yeah, and no, I've heard this, that's and that's sure. really really good. And if you're into Transmet, there's a new book that's come out from Brian Wood called um, Starve. It's mm. out through Image, and it's really really good. Um, Harley Quinn and Power Girl. This is the first issue of a six issue mini series. Now. On, on paper, this is right up your alley, David. Absolutely. Uh, look, I, I, I was super eager for this, and I will buy the singles imprint because mm. this is Amanda Connor covers. Um, 
But I was actually a little bit disappointed with this because I was hoping for something new and instead they've just continued on their crossover yeah. that they had before, which they've kind of moved on from already. And yeah. now to come back to that. It's, a, it's a literal sequel. It's a literal crossover. sequel to that. And you just kind of go, couldn't you have thought of something else to do yeah. with the characters? But they did bring back a favorite from the Power Girl series, which is they're bringing back Vartox, yeah. uh, the, the alien of love who wanted to seduce you. But now he's all captured and his world's in chains. Here's so a, here's it a could thought. be interesting. Here's the thought, David. Do you think they were just going to continue that that series and just let Power Girl go on her own. But they had the the Convergence reboot, so they had to kind of justify it as a sequel rather than a continuation. It's very yeah, it's possible. You know? Yeah, it's possible that this is just more of that. Yeah, they've already on. written all of that, but it could also yeah. lead. Um, I'm hope upon hope it could lead to maybe a Power Girl standalone. Yeah, which would be written um, which by would be, those which guys. Would be, yeah, written. Although they're writing so much at the moment, I don't. But know. Yeah, I don't think Starfire is permanent though. I think Starfire is only like four issues or something. Oh, okay, so they're just kicking that. Yeah, off. So yeah, I think I don't think Starfire is permanent. I could okay. be wrong about that, but. Okay. If, no, if Starfire is a, is, is a mini for them, mm-hmm. then they could lead into something Well, this else. is a mini, and they're riding Harley Quinn Correct. as well. So it'll be interesting to see where they go. But Prezo really loved. Robin, son of Batman, did nothing for me. Never, uh, Damien's never done anything for me. Yeah, no, Damien works best when he was partnered with Batman. So mm-hmm. by himself, he's a boring-ass character. Yeah. And I find most resurrected Robins boring ass characters. Uh, case in point was Red Hood and Arsenal from a couple of weeks Damian ago. Damien died, in my opinion. Yeah. I, in my review, I said Grant Morrison wrote a character that was set up to die. Yeah, anything after that is, is superfluous. Just, yeah, yeah, I gotta exactly. say, just back to the last week, I think Red Hood and Arsenal has has the possibility of going on to something. But it's good, not there yet. But it's not there. That first issue was really weak. Was, yeah, really. Exactly. I couldn't say it better myself. But moving on to some really awesome stuff uh, in the Secret Wars this week, Thor's. Yeah, boy. Okay, now, kids. I guess we already covered a lot of it, but, yeah, but, but we got to talk about it but again. Yeah. Just, just, just picture this at home, kids. We're talking about a group of Thors. This is a cop dra- homicide drama with a group of Thors, yeah. right down to the fact that you got a grizzled, you know, ultimate Thor and Beta Ray Bill teaming up as partners to investigate a murder. You've got Odin as like the angry captain. <laughs> I think like you Jason Aaron's you've got, entire- You've got Trog, Thor Frog as yes, the forensic yeah, 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 scientist. Yeah. I think know? Jason Aaron's run on, on this book from the beginning has just been like outstanding. Amen. Yeah. I think yeah. like in, in a few years, we'll look back and go, that's one of the great runs. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be up there with, you know, um, Straczynski's run or- um, uh, Your favorite um, run. Matt Fraction's uh, run, I no, guess. I was, no, I was thinking of- uh, the, the major dude. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, God. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Walt Simonson. Thank uh, you. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> God. <laughs> Comic book gods, forgive me. If only yeah. we had an interclick. <laughs> no, we, we, if, if we yell loud enough into a microphone- It will come yeah. <laughs> So that, honestly, if, you, if you're picking and choosing your secret mm. wars, yeah. that one. Yep. Um, yep. Get that one, get that one. And look, if you're not reading Southern Bastards yet, we kind of mentioned it before. Shame. Shame on you. It's, it's only eight issues in and it's coming out as a deluxe hardcover soon. Sorry. Honestly, dude, <laughs> this, yeah. this is like if you like Scalped and you liked- um, If you like good comics. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Thank you, dude. I, I would put- That was I, more directed at the audience than no, you, no. but, but I'll, I'll take it. I would it. put I'll Southern Bastards up there <laughs> yeah. with Deadly Class, which yeah. is one of my favorite books at the moment. Um, I would put it up there with Y mm. and and Saga as must reads. Like go straight to the top of my um, my read pile every week. It comes out this week. Does like a, a it, this is written by Jason Aaron and mm. with art, with amazing art by Latour, Jason Latour. 
this does this does a bit of a, a Vaughn this week and goes back and tells the backstory of a character right. who we really only like saw. We should say this is a heavy book. Heavy though. book. This yeah. is a heavy, heavy so read. In those three books I compared it to, Scalped is probably the one that you're, you're leaning towards yeah. there yeah. in terms of violence and 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 heavy things. It's just the, the, it's very yeah. adult and dramatic. Like it's mm. not it's not like a, a romp. You but know. that's what I like about it. It's yeah. an adult book. Yeah, it's like serious. You know. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a proper epic human mm. drama. Yeah. Love it, love it. Um, a couple of other ones. Uh, Fiction was interesting. Came out this week. It was out through either Image or IDW Fiction. or maybe Dark Horse. But it came out through someone who's not one of the majors. Some company released. <laughs> it. Go look it up. Boom! 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 <laughs> shake, shake, shake the room. Hey, there goes the dynamite. If dynamite and boom did a crossover, it'd be dynamite. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> dynamite go boom. You're a dark horse, David. Hey, hey, hey! I was just thinking we, we actually one title I wouldn't mind talking about. I think it was last that, week's that title. That joke was but, sorry, top shelf. Oh, <laughs> you're the image of progression. <laughs> um, there was an issue. Comics uh, on demand. Um, issue three came out. Was it last week or this week? Which was Sinister Marvelous. Six. Uh, with Sinister Six coming out, Sinister was it a Secret Six, a Secret Wars one? Was it? No, 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 no. The no, end no. of Spider Verse. The... No, no, no. Secret Six was. Um... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, the Secret Squ- Six. Secret Six. Oh, Secret Six. Oh, oh, Six. the um, DC one. The DC yeah. title. Yeah. Uh, Six was it last week or this week? I, I think it was, la- it wasn't it was, this week. It was, it was last week. week. Did yeah. you read it? I'm not. I'm not behind on that one. Okay, well, that's so, was, so was I, and that's why I caught up because yeah. um, I really wanted to have a look at it. It's really interesting because they're going in a direction which is a character we haven't seen in a while, but is relevant to uh, one of our picks that we did in the last few weeks, which is uh, one of the characters was referred to in the last couple of panels as Dibney. Hmm. Ah. ah, and he doesn't look like him, of course, but he's uh, covert. And it's basically saying, how's my little spy? But what's really interesting is who he's working for, which I won't spoil for you, but in the last panel, he basically talks for his employer because he's uh. infiltrated the, 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 sinister, the Secret Six. Uh, but it's who his employer is, and it's like, suddenly I went, I'm very interested in reading the rest of this series all of a sudden. So have a look at Secret Six. It's only three issues in, so it's actually worth having a look and well, catching it, up on. I, yeah. Secret Six, I need to read because of this guy. Now, was I supposed to fight Darkseid? Because I'm a guy in a cat suit. And he's brilliant in it because... <laughs> get he, away, guitars, or get away, banjo. <laughs> and he's brilliant in it because he's actually out jogging because they're hiding out in the suburbs at the moment. Yeah. And, this guy, and this big bruiser is beating his dog. He says, you beat that dog again. I would take care of it. The guy finds out, he finds out he's beating his dog again. And so he goes to visit him in full cat. <laughs> beats the crap out of him in his house nice. and takes the dog. <laughs> he goes, we- I don't even like dogs. <laughs> before, before we go on, can I just quickly throw out a movie recommendation? Yeah, I saw this movie. Uh, yeah. I didn't think we'd be able to hear that again until next year. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went to the Sydney Film Festival to see a movie called People, Places and Things, ah, which, yes. which I really want to just mention on here because it's very comic book related. It's, uh, it stars Jermaine Clement and he plays a struggling uh, comic book artist. And he, to make money, he teaches graphic des- uh, comic book art to students in like a TAFE kind of college. So he's Scott McCloud. So he, yeah, and Scott McCloud is actually referenced in the movie. Oh, and wow. the lectures that um, that Jermaine Clement gives are based on understanding comics. Ah. Yeah, and um, and so the, it's a it's a movie about comic books, and it's basically like a Woody Allen kind of type thing where he's newly divorced, he's got two little daughters to take care of, but he meets this um this uh, professor of um 
American literature and they form a relationship and it's it's this really interesting like comedy but a look at comic books and their place in in today's art and it's really kind of a cool movie that people cool. should check out like Definitely. especially if they're fans of comic books and and don't forget yeah. while we're talking about the festival we also saw the French superhero film Vincent oh. or Vincent Vincent yeah Aquaman 2, Aquaman <laughs> 2. go go and google that cuz you'll get what we're talking about um, I Sorry, think I just I think that's a recommended I think um it's coming out on the 30th Oh, it's uh, actually I, d- I don't out. know if it's in cinemas. It might be a video on demand kind of oh, thing. Oh, I didn't realize it was getting a release. Cool. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. No, so, I'll definitely check so it out. Check Thank it you. out. Yeah. Um, David, uh, well, you know, I don't want to rush things along, but, you know, we should probably do some news at this stage. I can't believe we're not doing any on um, Flash or Arrow. Minutes That's into the so, show already. Isn't that weird how there's no Flash or Arrow being spoken about? I know. About? That feels empty. I know. We've got, we've got to wait till like October until all those things come back. Yeah, and, yeah, and Supergirl I think and everything else. The so. next thing in August is Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, I won't be there. Flaro. Flaro. I don't fear them. <laughs> Arash? It's Flaro of tomorrow. It's All right, it's time for some news headlines. Scott Rudin Productions has reached a deal with FX to develop Jason Aaron and Jason Latour's comic book series Southern Bastards as a one-hour drama series. Hell yeah! Telltale Games has announced The Walking Dead Michonne, a Telltale Games miniseries to drop in the US fall this year. Batman Day will return on September 26th this year with merch signings and appearances at various locations. Batman Day. Rupert Wyatt has signed on to direct Fox's Gambit, starring Channing Tatum. Marvel will debut several new series in September. Hold on to your butts, including Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale's Captain America White, Miracle Man by Neil Gaiman and Mark Buckingham, Journey to Star Wars The Force Awakens, Shattered Empire from The Punisher team Greg Rucka and Marco Cicchetto. Sure we were home. Image Image Comics will launch a stack of new creator-owned series from the likes of Rick Remender, Sean Murphy, Jeff Lemire and more in September, including the long-awaited Tokyo Ghost. This looks amazing, guys. And intriguingly titled... Headlopper. <laughs> DC has shocked us by not having any major crossover <laughs> events planned for this September. They will, however, debut annuals for Green Arrow, Batman Arkham Knight, and the new Suicide Squad. Dark Horse has announced a spin-off comic, Mirror's Edge, Exodium, <laughs> to kick off on September 9. <laughs> Devil's Jew Entertainment and the revived first comics have merged. Six new, gra- six new original graphic novels, five ongoing series, and reprinted collections are due from September, starting with public relations from Matthew Sturgis, <laughs> Dave Justice, David Hahn, and Annie Wu. And finally, Robert Downey Jr. claims that Mark Ruffalo will appear in Captain America Civil War, making this now the unofficial Avengers (laughs) 2.5. I think it's the the new Avengers. The new Avengers (laughs) 2.5. That would be a cool title to call this. The new Avengers. The new Avengers. Oh, I'd love that. I think effectively that's what we're getting. Yeah. But there's a rumor going around that the Spider-Man film will be called Spider-Man, the new Avenger. That's cool. Yeah, which, which I'm totally down with. That's cool. Not starring Asa Butterfield. No. No. No, I can't believe it's not Butterfield. <laughs> <laughs> they should just They should do like a Todd Salon thing where they just they have like all those five actors on the short list just play it for 20 minutes but, uh, each. <laughs> Which one did you like better? The, the, the Imaginarium <laughs> of Dr. Spider-Man. They just have one to- of them Miles Star- Morales. <laughs> they just have Tony Stark holding auditions for Spider-Man. No. Next. Uh, he just we- lets them, like, it's like the Cinderella with the shoe. This time it's just a spider biting kids. It's like, eventually one of them's going to get powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. Ace of Butterfield gone forever. Take away the bodies. 
<laughs> uh, okay, should we do the pick of the week? Why not? Well, see how you like this. What is it, Batman? Whatever it is, it's it's awfully funny. <laughs> it's the pick of the week. Changes coming to Gotham City. Between the death of Mayor Oswald Cobblepot and the emergence of the Batman. What are you? A new dawn has shed its light on the notoriously dark and corrupt city. New Mayor Jessica Dent and her brother District Attorney Dent have joined with the Dark Knight and Detective Jim Gordon in their crusade against Gotham's criminal element. But a new threat rises. One that enjoys playing a simple game of riddles. Answer wrong. You die. The latest chapter in the Batman Earth One saga reteams Jeff Johns and artist Gary Frank. This is not the Batman you know. This is Batman Earth One, Volume Two. That's suitably epic music there. Mm. It's been a while since I got to do one of those. <laughs> I, f- I forgot how to panels this week. <laughs> like, how do I do this show again? Well, that's right. This morning I remembered I had to do a whole lot of sound clip type <laughs> things. Uh, this, is, this is interesting actually because Earth One, the, the official description of Earth One as, as of ne- the now multiversity guidebook thing um, is, is that because, uh, you know, you've got your, your Earth Prime or you tell your new Earth mm. Um, Earth Zero is is the main DCU. Earth Two, we know what that is. Earth One uh, was described by Grant Morrison as the freshly created universe is still cooling and yet unformed. Earth One's known superheroes, super beings, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and the Teen Titans are at the beginning of their careers. Time and space are all still pliable, and nothing here is certain. Which is kind of you know basically Elseworlds <laughs> again. Yeah, well, it's exactly um, what Earth One is. It's a playground. It is a playground, and we've done already this year: Superman Earth One Volume Three, yes, Teen Titans Earth One Volume One, which none of us can remember doing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> actually remember right. it, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but every time we come <laughs> yeah. up, we go, "That's right, yeah, Teen yeah. Titans." We I did remember that this um, year. when we after we did one of the live shows, someone asked me like what I thought of that. Yeah, book, yeah, and I was like. I don't. Well, I didn't. I haven't read that. I was like, and then you we had to did a show. <laughs> you spoke for half an hour. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh yeah, that one. And we have done the previous <laughs> Superman Earth ones and the and Batman. Batman. Earth this one. one we did. Oh god, all and Wonder Woman Earth one we'll be doing for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because I think this was one of the That's earliest that Morrison ones we guy. did. And if I remember correctly, I can, one of going slides. back and listening to the show, <laughs> we were actually not super hot on this book. We really enjoyed Superman Earth 1 Volume 1. We was were I here re- for that? No, know. you weren't no, on the show No, this is very yet. early. We were yeah. really looking forward to I this. I really liked the first one. And we liked it, but we thought it's you know we thought Superman had handled it better and blah blah. blah. But the thing that really caught our eye about this was the fact that you could see Batman's eyes. Yeah, and that um, was a, that was a huge yeah. talking point. I remember. I that. remember talking about it too. Yeah, um, it was so, episode thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Wow. There you go. There you go. Um, what's really interesting is Super uh, Batman Earth One Volume Two. I like so much more. This this is the the Batman book that um, panels deserves. <laughs> <laughs> I was look. I really enjoyed this. I really liked the fact. I felt with the first one that it was kind of why. It was good, but it was kind of why. I thought you meant like why the last one. <laughs> no, 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 kind of why. That's kind of why. No, it was just kind of why. why we, Do you mean gen- generation anything. why? It didn't change anything drastic <clears throat> enough except for the I Alfred. remember this conversation. Mean, yeah, yeah. We, Does yeah. he mean 
too male? It's or... <laughs> <laughs> way too blokey. You know, the first one, because I reread the first one um, in the lead up to this, and I actually quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, because my, my closest comparison now, what what is interesting about both of these books is that um, one, how closest comparison now is Gotham. Two, um, that we've had the, all the Christopher Nolan Correct. series is finished since this first book came out. What is interesting is that that all both of these books that's that's my phone buzzing. Both of these books um, uh, kind of post the Nolan verse, and they seem to borrow you know bits and pieces from that. There's mm. almost scenes that are taken scene for scene, uh, shot for shot. And where where the first volume left us was with um, Harvey Bullock, who we know is to be a boozing corrupt Correct. cop, mm-hmm. who came for, in, who came in came, all bright eyed, white nightish, yeah. sort of. Seeing something so horrible that he's been driven yeah. to drink, and then um, Batman at the very very start of his career realizing he's got to be a little bit better. Yeah, and and the at the end of the first book they they teased the Riddler. Mm. You know, like who is Batman? So this this book, the second book, opens with the no, the notion of well, who is you know who is Batman? Mm. Because he's kind of. Uh, still finding himself at this stage. He's still not trusted by everybody. everyone. The, every, well, half the people, like the, the officials think that he killed the penguin. penguin. Yep. Um, whereas the people on the street, as we find out, are actually starting to get, like, you know, see him as the better alternative mm. to the cops. Gordon's really interesting because in the first book, he's, he's crooked as a $3 bill. Yeah. But in this, he's it's kind of the closer to the Gordon we know. Yeah, yeah. It's him him coming into and himself. And being promoted to captain by the end. Yeah, so this is this is kind of almost, this Batman Earth 1 Volume 2 is a little closer to a parallel version of Frank Miller's Year 1. Mm. Yes. This is closer in tone <clears throat> to what I thought it was going to be. But then to take certain characters and just spin them into something else. And that was where I found it really interesting because even though we've got the Riddler character in it, the Riddler isn't quite the Riddler that you know. And we're introducing Two-Face, but it's not quite the Two-Face that you know. No. And I thought the most interesting one of all was Killer Croc, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. was a fascinating turn on Killer Croc. It's actually funny. We mentioned Two-Face. What they did with Two-Face by the end of this is very similar to what they did with Lex Luthor at the end of um, Yes, Uh, uh, Superman Superman Earth 1. Yeah, Volume 3. Um, so yeah, the killer croc in this is well, fantastic. Was a genius idea, really, because he's basically a dude with a skin condition. And with uh, with uh, Alfred's last one of his last lines, where he's going, "I don't even know what to feed him." Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. and he turns around and goes, "I'm a food. I'm a man. You feed me food. <laughs> food. You know, the only reason he has teeth that are pointy is because the circus owner that got well, him. Yeah, he tried shave, uh, filed his because teeth. He he, yeah, because yeah, he thought he'd be a better attraction. I think like that's a great example of like good comic book writing in this with Killer Croc because there's that whole big splash page and you've bookmarked it. Yeah. Because Batman and and Killer Croc have this like epic fight in a sewer and then for the whole time you're like, this guy's crazy, he's going to kill Batman. And then in the end they reveal this twist on it that he's he's just scared. He's going to stop, just please leave me alone. Yeah, and then you look look back on the the pages that you read and they're completely changed. Yeah. It's it's like a really, really, he understands comics, Jeff This is Jones in in probably the best form he's been since Green Lantern. Yeah. Um, this Yeah. This is Jones in top form. Well, this book was originally solicited to come out two years ago. Wow. Really? Yeah. Has Earth One been that long? It, well, the first one came out in uh, well, 2011. Earth One came out right at the beginning of our runs. Well, well, this, you, no, well, it actually you, came out earlier. You guys were going to do um, Avengers 2 news in yeah, that episode. <laughs> that week, yeah, that's how. That's <laughs> wow. I think it had just been announced. And yeah. we, we 
this book came out 2010, 2011, something like that. This one was scheduled to come out two years later, but obviously Jeff Johns has had been a little busier. I think the New 52 happened in between yeah, there yeah. and a whole lot of other stuff. Uh, David's now fascinated by news from three, no, four years ago. Yeah, we did this episode <laughs> back in, I think it was 2012 we did it. Um, 2012, yeah. August 2012. So three years ago that we did this book, uh, which was when... Uh, Joss Whedon signed a three-year contract for the Avengers 2. It <laughs> uh, was the news. Will it be released as soon as the May, 1st of May? May 2015. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was actually. Yeah. That was the exact Should date. Should we just listen to this? <laughs> Let's just drop this in right now. <laughs> Problem is we're talking about a different book. Um, but the thing is, like you mentioned that art and understanding of um, comic books. The reason I'd bookmarked that page and I could have bookmarked a bunch of pages in there but I, I love I love the way that that Johns and Frank handle revelations. Mm. It's like you're you you know Batman's walking through somewhere, be it a sewer, be it an office, whatever, and he sees something. And this is true with the first volume as well. He sees something. You turn the page, then you get this big splash, like a punch in the face. It's a great use of splash pages as revelations yeah. rather than just I wanted to draw a big fist fight. This mm. this this scene, which or is whatever. the Jim Lee approach. Yeah. yeah, and it's like with this, it's used to kind of go. Drop mic, yeah. walk away, take that, let that sit. And I actually, there's there's number of times I read this, you know, in one sitting, as I think we most of us. Did. I read it, I read and it then, on a train into work and a train, train out, out of work, work right? So. And then, <clears throat> you know, number of times where I just had to stop and go, wow, and just look at that page, like that at Killer Croc Batman yeah. splash page, which is probably the biggest splash mm. page in the book. Um, and he's got these glow quite sticks he's dropped. Yeah, yeah, quite literally, because <laughs> they're in the sewers. Um, and I had to stop and look at that for a few minutes because it is an amazing, amazing yeah. thing. Um, and it's one of the few uh, – I mean, it's one of the – you, you get a really clear look at the new design of the Batman costume. Mm-hmm. The the logo on there is different. Like, really, this is fundamentally Batman as we know it with a, with a, with a logo change. Yeah. But he's a Batman at an earlier stage in his career. So I like – and he moves differently. He moves amateurishly, and and it's it's like uh, the reason he's coming back from missions, going, I need more training. Yeah, you know, it's like he, he understands that he's not perfect yet. You know. Yeah, and the thing uh, I like about this is you compare it to Year One. Remember when we talk about Year One with Ryan, and mm. there's that great scene in Year One where he's on the um, the fire escape, mm. and and he's like his his narrative is going stupid, stupid. I should have done that better. I should be better. Yeah. I should be better by now. And it's kind of like you don't get that overt self punishment. In this, but there's there's an element of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? There's also uh, the thing I also really liked about this book was I liked some of the um, little nods within the story itself. So aside from the superheroics of it, of him being the Batman, but little things like when he first walks into that crime scene at the beginning, and Gordon says, "Would you stop stomping around? You're you're polluting the crime scene. Don't touch anything." Mm-hmm. He goes, "You may be you may be tough in a fight, but you're not much of a detective." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And then I love the fact that he goes to Gordon later and says. Teach me. Teach me forensics. Yeah. yeah. Teach and me forensics. Like you will make a good detective. Yeah. And then, yeah. then later, yeah. when he delivers a whole bunch of evidence towards her, I mean, um, we had like, Gordon you worked say, all this out. Goes, yeah. Maybe I was wrong about you. Maybe there is a detective yeah, in there. Yeah. You know, it's like that, those little beats, those little moments are just, that's what kind of is the real nod in this book. Yeah. It's, it's not just the action stuff. You know what's really interesting? Because when we all spoke about Teen Titans Earth One, we, we felt that the book was deliberately holding stuff back because they knew they wanted to do another yes. volume. Mm. This feels like the middle chapter of an introductory trilogy or something. Or this mm. feels like even if they don't make another one out after this, we know well, we don't need another. We, one. we know he becomes Batman after yeah. this. We know it's 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 because it's the early days. And of, I think the of difference Batman, is that you know? we actually yeah. see 
the seeds of everything that we know as Batman. Yes. But we've turned some of the things on their head to make it interesting mm. for this new world. Mm. Yeah. Teen Titans just mm. said, screw everything that's going to happen. But it also, past. like, here's a completely yeah. different comic. Let's make diff- it Canadian. Yeah. Here's a com- <laughs> well, yeah, make it Canadian. And here is a completely yeah. different comic. And these yeah. are nothing like you ever saw before. I think like what I like, so we all, what I like is exactly, yeah. exa- exactly mm. the same thing. Like, to add on to what you're saying, like, this proves that there are still more stories to tell with Batman. Damn straight. You know? Mm. Yeah. 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 Actually, when you think, yeah, this is a character who turned, what, 75 last year. Mm. Uh, he did because we did two Batman books yes. back to back, Earth um, Year One and The Killing Joke. Correct. To celebrate the 75th anniversary. Mm. And you know what? Like, And Batman's my guy, you know, like yeah. like Batman is my comic book character. Well, when you, you know, think like, about those, those two books yeah. were written 30 years ago. Yeah. And you think, okay, well, that would have put, and when I did the interview with Mike Grell, he said that the same time Longbow Hunters was coming out, um, he wanted to go back and do Batman books, and he said, "Oh well, look, you know, Frank Miller had just finished writing when it was about to release, um, you know, um, Dark, Dark Knight, Knight. Yeah. and he's like, well, he said that'll put the final word on Batman for mm, for good.' He said, yeah. "Well, you know, I've been off by thirty years, but that's because the Dark Knight, as as a masterpiece as it was." Is not the final word no, on Batman, no. and not even Grant Morrison's run is the final word. No, 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 but like, like Dave talking about the detective stuff, like that's so important to Batman. Like, Batman is a detective, and how often do we see him as a detective? Mm. Yeah, and that was yeah. actually that like, was never actually, anymore. Never. That no. was actually the Arkham the, Games do a good job of that. Yeah, I mean, that was actually true. one of the criticisms you know? that was leveled against Tim Burton when Tim Burton did the first two Batman films, a lot of people basically said he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective. He's not doing very much detective no. work. Mm. And when yeah. Nolan made Batman Begins, one of the first things you notice is he's out on things with, you know, listening devices, mm. hearing people, he's examining crime scenes. You sit there going, yeah, that's the detective. Yeah, that's Batman isn't just about punching people. He's no. about solving the In crime. In fact, he's about avoiding it. And, and you're yeah. right, the Arkham games are really great because they reward you for avoiding conflict. Yeah. Yes. And reward yeah. you for doing detecting and, and finding all the friends. Speaking of that, Arkham Knight's out this week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get a next-gen console. I have a console so. I do. <laughs> well, you can report back on it yeah, next week. Yeah, you can tell us all about it. <laughs> if, if I ever finish it, though. <laughs> I'll well, do yeah, an hour a week on it. Because yeah. it's huge, isn't it? I don't know. I just, I try a video game and I last like, you know, I get an hour every week and it's never done. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the reason I stopped buying video games is I never have time to play yeah, them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But Batman, I'll, I'll make the exception because I played all the other games. And they were amazing. Because Batman's your guy. Batman's my guy. You can be Batman. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Well, we all could. Seriously, if we were yeah. billionaires, if we, we were had a giant first, mansion, get a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't need to be like, second. Have your parents murdered? Absolutely, That's, that yeah. may be how you get and, a billion um, dollars. Be know? Ben Affleck. And be Ben Affleck. <laughs> the other thing I liked in this. No, one- I only think Batman's my guy because Batman's the one I've read the most of mm. and that I know the most of. So yeah. it's it's you know. Do you know after Arrow is probably the most? I've, I look at my shelves at home. Yeah. Like I've got like two and a half shelves of Batman books. Yeah. Oh, sorry, a shelf and a half of Batman books and like two and a half of Green mm. Arrow and then another five or six boxes of singles. But that's yeah. <laughs> neither yeah, yeah, here yeah. nor there. Well, what I like about this, like Batman as well, is like, um, you know, he's got the best rogues gallery in my opinion and so much yeah. room to breathe and to go places, whereas most people's the Joker and yada, yada. At least this doesn't have the Joker. They've done two books about the Joker. Which is pretty amazing. Which is good. You know, actually. and it says everything about Batman. I know? think if like they do a third, though, Joker's probably coming into it. They so. didn't even hint at the Joker, ah, they, though. They've got someone else at the end of here. Yeah. I don't know if we well, say. that's true, yes. Yeah, they do hint at another major. And I reckon the, this that is the character the purpose, yeah. would make a perfect third foil. Mm. In this tri- mm. if, they, if they turn this into a trilogy, and you can do that with that, I want to see Killer Croc and a little Robins. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Because the, the, the Joker. Bring the ventriloquist into this, please. Oh, yeah. Historically, the, the Joker was never meant cool. to be like a return villain. No, no. He was meant to be like a one off throwaway. And they just brought him back a few times. And over the years, he's developed. I'm looking at a box here of like the Forever Evil mm. deck builder game. Well, the Joker's incredibly hard to do right. Yeah. You know, like. I and think, actually, I mean, DC. Scott Snyder got there, though, with Death of the Family. I agree. Really, yeah. and, and what they've done with him since the New 52 is very clever. Mm. They've used him like once a year. Yeah. Rather than kind of having him as a recurring villain. And I like that because the Joker should be an enigma, mm. <laughs> pardon the pun, um, that pops up, you know, whenever, uh, it just, just chaotically yeah. and disappears just as quickly. But speaking of- Speaking of enigmas, <laughs> enigmas yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. I was going to say, like, the Riddler is one of my favorite villains from, from the Rogues Gallery, and I, I think the Riddler's never done right. Well, like, again, ever. if you want to use- They that- never, ever do the Riddler right. But in here, the Riddler is done, well, like, and so what, good. And what I liked about the Riddler- But you think Riddler. that this is what Nolan would have done if he had the Riddler. In yeah, and what, I, yeah, what like- I liked about the Riddler in this was the fact that it wasn't the typical classic Riddler that everybody's expecting, you know, what Jim Carrey was playing, basically. <laughs> it was it was a street punk. Yeah, I think you know? we should state for the record that- Nothing Joel Schumacher did was what, <laughs> what anybody was expecting. Yeah, but he was dressed the way that everybody expected. I watched like dressed. a chunk of Batman Forever this Why? week, just because I was looking for clips. Oh, okay, and and like then 20, ended, 20 years, right? Isn't it? Yeah, it's because it turned twenty this week. Yeah, and which is just mind blowing. <laughs> but like, it is, it is, like, it's not. People, people defend and go, it's not as bad as you remember it. It is. It's no, worse it is. than you no, remember it. it. And yeah. Batman Forever, interestingly enough, a lot of people say Batman Forever was actually really good. It was Batman and Robin that sunk it. No, Batman Forever sunk it. It yeah. was actually, Batman and Robin was just the final nail. Yeah, it's just the. <laughs> as campy as. I'll uh, be right back. As campy as um, Burton's ones could get. And they did get campy at times, mm. particularly. I mean, like Danny DeVito, so over the top. Yeah, yeah. And. You know, Catwoman, as everyone like remembers Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, yeah. it's still the whole, you know, the cat got the cream yeah, kind yeah. of thing and, and all that sort of stuff. And, and you know, but you look at, oh God, Tommy Lee Jones, what the hell were you doing? <laughs> like you, you painted half of his face, but you look at it and think, you know, Academy Award winning, mm. <laughs> you know, I'm assuming he's won an Oscar, I think, at this point. I think he won um, for The Fugitive, didn't he? He either won for The Fugitive and he was probably nominated for No Country. Yeah, if he didn't no, win. No, Dave will know. Tommy Lee Jones, did he win an Oscar, Oscar for, for, for... Not, not uh, for Forever, he was but Batman Forever. <laughs> he, was, he was definitely nominated for The Fugitive for Best <laughs> Supporting Actor. I can't remember if he won. <laughs> that's, that's how Tommy Lee Jones sounds in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to run out of the room for a second because I actually left my phone in the other room and I was actually reading an article no uh, this week, which was apparently Joel Schumacher was planning a third Batman film yes. until Batman, Batman, Batman Triumphant. Triumphant. Triumphant yeah, yeah, did you read the synopsis of this? And then I woke up. It was going to be... It was going to be excused upon batshit. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to be, apparently he wanted yeah. to go really, really dark. Yep. Scarecrow, right? And it was all about, and in the end, Batman ended up in Arkham Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be Scarecrow, I, I think I read it. Scarecrow I think was I read the yeah, same Scarecrow, article. Yeah, yeah, it was fascinating. And, and Scarecrow had, was going to give him visions where all the rogues gallery would return. Every, from like, all the previous yeah, films. Yeah, and they were Nicholson. actually talking about Jack Nicholson yeah. and everybody else. So they were going to try and bring everybody back into it for visions. Yeah. And it's like, that sounds Bonkers. I think it would be amazing if they did Scarecrow in one of the new movies. Like, but if they did it, sorry, how it was, was done ba- in the Batman animated Unchained. series. Batman, ba- I, I know Batman Triumphant. Yeah, no, no, was here the, it is. It says here this was the plot. Who this knows? Is the Didn't plot they try to make a million Batman movies after that? Like, so the plot synopsis, according to this, this was Batman Unchained, and he wanted to cast Nicolas Cage as the Scarecrow. <laughs> and said it's two villains ha- uh, uh, had each hated a, a different of a, aspect of Batman. Mind protector, David. <laughs> David, just to add to that, the. Um, 
on, on Batman Triumphant, they were saying Nicolas Cage, Steve Buscemi, Ewan McGregor, or Jeff Goldblum as the Scarecrow <laughs> were rumoured. So Steve according, Buscemi. According to Madonna as Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> so according to this, well, according to this article, it's actually Courtney Love as Harley Quinn. Oh, oh. oh. oh um, brilliant. Uh, and it says here it's two villains had each hate. So the, the audience point- couldn't see, but I threw flowers across <laughs> the, the room. <laughs> so Mark Prostovich, uh, who was the writer of I Am Legend, the household name, yeah, uh, was actually <laughs> was actually writing it, and it said that he wanted to do a uh, a really dark one. And it said that it was going to be um, Scarecrow and Harley Quinn teaming up because, in his words, okay. it's two villains had each hated a different aspect of Batman. The brilliant and satanic Professor Jonathan Crane Scarecrow had a personal vendetta against Bruce Wayne, while Harley Quinn despised Bruce's alter ego. Harley, a toy maker whom Prostevich <laughs> describes as yeah. sadistic and mischievous fun sense, learns her true father was the Joker. This sets her on a path of vengeance against yeah. Batman for taking him away in, 19, in the 1989 film. Eventually, Crane learns Batman's secret identity, teams up with Harley to drive him insane and have it set in Arkham so, Asylum. So when would this have come out? This would have been a couple of years after Batman so and Robin. What, what, 99? It would have been, yeah, yeah roughly. Do you know what this would have been called if it, if it had come out? It would have been called either Batman 2000 <laughs> or <laughs> Batman X. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this sounded batshit. But the thing is... Can you imagine I, if we're like, remember Batman 2000? Uh, <laughs> but I think this one. I love, I love this uh, proposed, another one, because Batman Triumphant <laughs> yeah, was another one. But this, this one, the title was Batman Dark Knight, all one word. So D-A-R, capital K-N-I-G-H-T. And it goes on to talk about, like, they're also developing year one at this point. I think, like, wasn't Aronofsky going to do it? Yeah, Aronofsky yeah. was going to do year one. But they were talking about, you know, Dr. Crane used his position as... That's right, because Bruce Wayne gave up crime-fighting career and Dick Grayson was at uni at Gotham University. Oh, look at this. McJay dropped down in favour of Charlie's Angels. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) I know I love that. And they were going to do... There's going to be a Robin spin-off. With with Chris O'Donnell, all the Batman's we could have had. Oh, <laughs> Around the, the years same time that we were robbed of, and Superman <sighs> Flyby, we missed out on. Oh yeah, so all those movies we will never have. Superman Flyby is where he gets discounts. You know, Darren Aronofsky's <laughs> Batman Year One, while Josh Hartnett was offered the role of Superman. <laughs> really? Imagine, yeah, Can you imagine that. Uh, we've, we've sort of deviated from this dodged. book a bit, haven't the we? The bullets that we dodged. <laughs> so uh, Batman of Earth One Volume Two. <laughs> Can I tell you something else? I really <laughs> uh, something else I really enjoyed in this book was oh, in this book. I really enjoyed the, the relationship, the the end relationship end with Alfred again. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah. the Alfred character is such a great character in this series, and to have him berating him every night yeah, that yeah. he's out, basically going, "Yeah, you really think it's scary?" I love it when they, the when the, the cops break into Wayne Manor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Ah, oh, shouldn't let you in." Yeah, and he just cracks them one. I love it when he visits him in, like, Bruce Wayne visits him in jail. He goes, well, what are you in for? And he goes, well, why aren't you behind bars? He goes, because I don't punch out the cops. When they come to the- <laughs> and the other relationship I really liked was Lucius and his team when he kept going, yeah, Mr. Wayne doesn't want that anymore. <laughs> yes, but we've just spent months doing uh, he's, this. Should, he's giving oh, you all a raise and he's no, going to yeah. give you bonuses. They should give well, thank this you Alfred a spin-off title, I reckon. Yeah. Alfred Earth One. <laughs> <laughs> I would see that, and they should. Who should they get there to create it? It'll be um, um, Garth Ennis, Garth Ennis. Yeah. <laughs> and Steve yes. Dillon on the art. Because it'd be such a British book. Yeah, 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 be, yeah. yeah. No, Grant Morrison. Nah, Garth Ennis <laughs> for this. Alan Moore. Nah, Grant Morrison should do. Um, 
I don't know. It had been raining for seven days. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was as if the sky had cracked open. For inspiration, I looked to the earliest works of man. <laughs> and the bowels of the earth themselves were pouring themselves onto London. <laughs> Get Werner Herzog to have a comic book debut. <laughs> An old man steps gracefully out of the shadows. Werner Herzog, Werner Herzog to play Alfred. Oh. It is as if all the butlers in all of history had coalesced into one man his, his face and he was, was an like a raindrop on a morning sunroof <laughs> anyway I highly recommend this book staring back through the abyss of time <laughs> yeah no look I, I love it and this is I remember reading um, who was it I can't remember which, it was one of the major um, uh, I think it was comic book resources mm. when they were reviewing this book said something like you know this is the Batman Earth One book that I wanted the yeah. first one to yeah, be. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And absolutely. Do you know what I've noticed that's really funny? It shows how times changed. On the back of Earth One, you've got a quote from David Goya recommending this book. <laughs> and on this one you get a quote from Chris Terrier recommending the screenwriter of Batman it's like, v Superman. Who's writing Batman? Dawn- <laughs> Let's get I like the Batman versus uh, Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Argo. And Argo. <laughs> this one is um Batman begins the Dark Knight Rises and Man of Steel. Can you imagine picking someone up, someone picking this book up and going what if the writer of Argo recommends? <laughs> That's the, the next trailer. You wait and see. From the writer of Argo. <laughs> well, Argo. <laughs> no, I, in all honesty, people, this is this is like Jeff Johns at his at his height. Mm. You were saying though, like I mean, I love the Gary Frank art in this, but do you think you didn't think it was on? No, I, I love the art in this. Yeah, like no, um, I, love the I just thought the art in the books. first one was better. I don't know. It's different. It's a little yeah. different. I remember really being this is blown a, away by the one, first one. That one. This has got great art in, in it, though. There's that one panel in the first volume, which is him busting through the wooden wall. Yes. Uh, what, oh, that, towards the end. Yeah. And it's such a great panel. And you just go, that's that's the art that this book... And, you know, it, all, you know, the only artist that I think has drawn Batman better, and this is going to be <laughs> controversial, but I think the only artist I have seen draw Batman better... Rob is, Liefeld. No, no. no, no <laughs> is uh, Lieber, Lieber Oh, yeah. The other thing that the nah, first man, you got to look at Frank Quitely. No, no, no. Libermejo's work in Noel is stunning. It's yeah, I have. Yeah, I've, I haven't read it, but I've seen it. Yeah. It is amazing. I should say that the other thing that the first volume set up yeah. that the um, oh, yeah. that the the second volume didn't pay off with was at the very end of the first one after he'd saved Barbara Gordon. She was sketching her Batgirl yeah, costume. Yeah, yeah, And then in this, she's just sent off. But maybe we're gonna have Batgirl Earth One. Ah. Ah. Can we just have Mr. Fraser if one? <laughs> <laughs> I want, uh, who's the most obscure Batman villain? I want I Power Girl Earth 1. <laughs> well, she's technically Earth 2. <laughs> oh, Power Girl Earth 2, Earth 1, Volume 1. <laughs> <laughs> Turbo X. <laughs> 2000. Alpha. <laughs> Alpha. <laughs> oh, Crisis on Coming Infinite. next summer. <laughs> Batman Earth 1, Volume 2, Volume 3, 4, 5. The Omnibus. <laughs> Featuring everyone's favorite Companion. characters. <laughs> Featuring Batman. <laughs> Artist edition. <laughs> oh, the black book. and white director's cut. Don't That's right. I'll do it. Rick Remender. <laughs> I think we've said all we can say about it. Get it on your have. iPad. Well, you, We've got another show to do after this, so let us wrap this puppy We're up. We're five past the hour, guys. And call it. We almost made it. And call it. I Look, I'm, I'm almost willing to, yeah, do it. 
This is Comics 101. Yes. I think combine the two books. Yeah. Absolutely. Combine. I think if this wasn't Get uh, Earth One, it'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the fact that it's its, it's, it's, own, it's, its own standalone yeah. universe. It means it can do anything with it's it. It's got a beginning. And middle. I love and DC's and, uh, commitment to this too, though. <laughs> where it's actually, like it clearly is not really working that well. They could have just called it any graphic novel. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, yeah, we'll commit. Actually, <laughs> you know, like Richard technically has got two beginnings, two middles, and two, two ends. ends. <laughs> <laughs> just like this show. <laughs> and welcome. To- also, I will say for Part those two. people who for those people who always ask us what is a good starting book, where where do we start mm. with comics? The Earth One These series. Are great. The Earth One series. Except both for Super- Teen Titans. Except for Teen yeah. Titans. Superman and Batman have both yeah. been good starter books. And we totally. don't know when it's due out, but there's a Wonder Woman coming from Grant Morrison. Apparently, fe- fe- February. Apparently, <laughs> for the last apparently four years, fe- February. Really? February. Okay. February. February. And it's 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 Yannick Paquette. I think is doing the art on that. Um, and I've, I'm not too sure. I just seen... know I just know a God's writing it. So I'm I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm keen to see what Morrison does with Wonder Woman. Oh, we know amazing. what he's going to do, though. We know the basic pitch. Yeah. It's like Steve Trevor washes up on uh, Femascara, and he basically gets put on trial for all of mankind by all the Amazonian women. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll wait. I you shut up and take my money. Yeah. yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Next week, we're going to be looking at another standalone graphic novel, but it's also sort of a sequel to one we did a while back. This is Thanos, or Thanos if you prefer, uh, The Infinity Relativity. Yeah, I've got to go buy this. Which is, uh, I haven't, I've bought it, but I haven't read it yet. This is the, the next, the latest in a series of Marvel original mm. graphic I've novels. I've got them all so far, so I've, yeah, got, me to, too. I've got to buy so this. So <laughs> even the ones I didn't like. Even yeah, like, yeah. Um, the X-Men one. Yeah. X-Men, yeah, which is pretty much the only one I didn't yeah, like. Which is crap. So <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> and there was the one with Spider-Man where he had I a sister. Oh, family, family business. Family business. I loved Family Business. I loved uh, the Avengers. Uh, Endless oh, Endless Wartime. Wartime. Fantastic. That was great. Really like Thanos. Um, I really didn't like um, the X-Men one. No more mutants. Yeah, that's the one. No more mutants. Yeah, that's I didn't like that one. I think that's all of them. That's all of them, I think, so far. Of the new graphic Yeah, of the new graphic Oh, graphics. no, Rage of Ultron. Oh, Rage of Ultron, yeah. That was actually okay, too. That was good, too. Yeah, I knew there was another Avengers one. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that one, too. Um, so, yeah, I'm curious to read this because I'm, I'm, I'm in on this. I can't wait for um, Avengers Rage of Civil War and <laughs> Avengers Rage of Infinity War. Or Rage of Thanos. Rage of... <laughs> <laughs> Rage, Rage of Thanos sounds like it's something you should see a doctor about. <laughs> if your Thanos is still raging, please see a doctor. There's an ointment for that. It's a suppository for that. Um, that's next week. Uh, so if you've got any feedback, if you want to uh, hear yourself in the feedback section, uh, don't forget you can... Uh, call. Uh, you can let you can email us at feedback at behindthepanels.net or drop us a voicemail on Sydney number zero two eight zero one one four one six seven or Skype ID Geek Actually or one word. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at Behind the Panels. Um, you can also subscribe for free on iTunes, on Stitcher, or wherever you know podcast aggregated you know you can find us on most of those places make sure if you do subscribe on any of those places go and leave us a star rating and if you do Mm. use a standalone podcast app that you want to just put the RSS feed in you can grab the RSS feed from the geekactually.com website absolutely Mm. you can and there where you can find our (laughs) other great uh, podcasts including the all new Geek Actually show and podcast Pillow Fort and Nerd Corner Nerd Corner Uh, so uh, that's it for another week send us all your remixes send us all your remixes (laughs) send us all your (laughs) contributions, yeah. send us things that you want to, you know, just 
things you're just proud if of. You, if you want to jingle, <laughs> it's part of the show. And tell us what you thought of Supernova this year, because we would love to know. Yeah, we've yeah. heard some mixed things about mm. it this year. And, so. and that goes true for not just the Sydney one, anyone around the country. If you want to send in a con report. And send in uh, photos of the con. That'd be great. We, we, also, we, we often put cosplay photos up, so yeah. if you've got some good ones, send Damn them Damn straight you can. There yeah. were a heap of Harley Quinns. So I'm yeah, sure there were. Cool. <laughs> Including a few from Suicide Squad. Yes. Yeah. There was actually a Suicide Squad Joker there. Oh, <laughs> Had know. damaged on his face. So until next week, I'm Richard Gray. I'm David McVeigh. And I'm David Longo. And this has been Behind the Panels. Behind the Panels is a production of geekactually.com. 